I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Blog Talk Radio. Oh, mama, I'm in fear for my life from the long arm of the Lord. Got miles to go before we sleep. Lawman is putting into my running and I'm so far from my We will not go gently. Uh, we're going to unleash hell here in December. Oh, mama, I can hear you crying. You're so scared and all Hello, Steeler Nation, and welcome once again to the Steeler Hangover, where we talk about what's happened about 24 hours before, celebrate, or we lament. But, of course, there's no game, but something to celebrate. It's draft week. It is my Christmas, my New Year's, my everything all in one as the Pittsburgh Steelers will have newly minted players coming up real, real soon. I cannot wait. I am pumped. So with that being said, we're not going to be really hangover. We're going to just start partying now and predict what's going to happen on Thursday night around, let's say, 9.30 p.m. when the Steelers pick for the first time. And along with me is my good friend, Tony Depio. Tony, how are you? Hey, Brian. Uh, happy Monday, and I'm right there with you. I can't believe it's finally here almost. We're at draft week. It is here. We've been discussing so many things. And, you know, it's uh, now there's nothing over, nothing left to do but uh, discuss what could happen. So I am so excited. We are going to be joined by our good friend Dave Schofield, who has also prepared a mock draft. I'm waiting for him to call in anytime soon. But with that being said, Joey, you know that. Who's the show brought to you by? It's brought to you behind, uh, behind the steel curtain. 
your leader in Pittsburgh Steeler News, 10 articles a day, every day just about. It's hard to beat the site for comprehensive Steeler coverage. I, I agree with you 100%. And you know what? There is just there's no reason not to be checking us out because between Jeff Hartman and uh, uh, Simon Chester, you know, they are on the pulse of breaking news. As soon as it happens, they are, they are putting it out there. I mean, Simon's in England, and he's on the pulse of everything going on in Pittsburgh just like that. It's amazing. And uh, getting everything out to you to, uh, to break the news, and we're going to see some things happening. We might even be seeing some things happening beforehand. I doubt it with the Steelers. Um, there are so many things. But what's your feeling about this draft? You know what? The more I think about it, that way for them, that, that, that kid from Clemson, Farrell, it seems like he'd be like the best value for them, and, and, and he, he might problem them for, for our quarterbacks, and you have to keep that one likely down. I can see that happening. I, I Honestly, it's... You know, that's... Uh... That is something that uh, I'm excited to see. Dave Schofield has uh, Dave Schofield has been uh, speculating that that could be a possibility as well. So um, he is a champion of uh, Kellen's Peril as well. So uh, you never know. That's something that could very easily happen. Um, so many things that we can do. Um, what we're going to do is we are going to talk about our mock draft and uh, we'll see what happens. So what do you say? Um, with that being said, we need to go ahead and uh, get everything set up. But uh, before that, pretty slow week in Steeler Nation. And uh, you, last week we talked about what you had going on. And, uh, of course, you had a lot of stuff going on last week. Um, so with that being said, what do you have going on this week? Has it calmed down a little bit for you? Yeah, I decided not to engage with those people on Facebook anymore. It's not worth it. But, yeah, I have um, – You started to, though. You couldn't help yourself. I could have. I, did, I just – I had to get it out. Like I talked about last week, I had to vent. Once I did that, now I'm fine. But, yeah, as far as this week, I wrote, um, I, I wrote an article about how I think it's going to – what I think is going to happen now. And, uh, you know, it was, was Clinton Farrell and, 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 and how it seems like, you know, that would be a, a, something that they would do. At draft time, they always kind of surprise us. At least they have lately. Uh, with last year being a perfect example with Terrell Edmonds, so it seems like that would be uh, something that, that, that they would do. And, and it seems like people aren't that excited about the cornerbacks anymore, except for Byron Murphy. And um, so I wrote about that, and I wrote about you know uh, something which is published about how this is the third longest playoff. Uh, that they've had, you know, 2014 and 2017, which surpri- surprised me when I when I, I researched it. And I wrote something else about Antonio Brown that I'm sure will be out in a couple of days and will make people say, please stop with the Antonio Brown articles, but, you know, I can't help myself. So I wrote something. A, B. You know, there's more letters in the alphabet than just A, B. I don't know. There might be, but I, I, I can't get past A, B. <laughs> you dream about A, B, if I tell you. And that was one of your articles. You dreamed you were an NFL player, which I read that I was very entertained by that whole thing. Um, and, and, and it's actually true. I mean, not everything that was true, but 
I actually dreamed about that, and I actually felt insulted in my dream that I didn't get enough money. I love it. Well, I, I hope uh, you're happy with what we're paying you here at Behind the Still Curtain, um, because with that, you can go at, go out and uh, buy yourself a nice meal at Arby's. So, <laughs> <laughs> with that being said, speaking of someone who loves Arby's, we have him on the line, and I'm sure he loves more than just Arby's. Um, his name is Dave Schofield. He is our stat geek and uh, one of my favorite people named Dave Schofield. <laughs> Are you there, Dave? I'm doing all right, guys. Well, I know this guy. I, I tell you what, he is so excited for the draft. I talked to him earlier today. I thought he cannot wait to uh, to just jump in and dissect their stats. And uh, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be so many exciting things coming up. Um, like over the weekend or Monday, when we're gonna we're gonna find out how many times that uh, the Steelers' first round draft pick eat at Subway, um, as opposed to Arby's <laughs> in a week. And uh, Dave will have all that for you and more. And that's just the tip of the iceberg, isn't it, Dave? Oh my goodness, your expectations of me are just through the roof. Now I feel like I'm gonna let you down. Well, <laughs> awesome. Well, what, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go ahead and uh, we're going to go ahead and do a mock draft. We have never done one before, and we're going to score this draft. And I am going to tell you right away. I'm probably not going to win, but just for the fun of it, I'm going to go out and say I'm going to school you guys. And uh, we're going to have to come up with some kind of wager, and it it could be something that. Something meaningless, or uh, I think if I win, one of you guys has to do the knee jerk reactions. How about that? Sounds good to me. <laughs> Forever or just once? I don't think anybody wants Tony's knee jerk reactions. I, I know Dave doesn't want Tony's knee jerk reactions, especially since he's a community manager. Oh. Out. Well, we'll work on that major. We're going to have to work on that wager. Um, so how we're going to score this is it's going to be one point for the TV um, at that, that pick. But if you go ahead and do a trade and the trade is correct, you will get, you will get a full point. So you can have two points. But if, the, uh, if you go ahead and do a trade, and the trade's not correct, but that player goes at that spot, you'll get half the point. So does that does that make sense? Uh, that makes sense to me. Okay. Well, Dave, are you in? Uh, I'll be honest with you. Just to play it safe, I didn't do any trades, although I know they're going to happen. Um, I just didn't want to pick one and then have it be the wrong one. And then I missed two, two different things because I think there'll be a trade that won't be, and then we'll miss the one that really happens. So I just took 50% of the problem out of the, out of the equation. Well, that means that you have an advantage then at that point. And you can actually probably do better, and that's fine because I ju- I'm just looking up the rules as I go along. So with that being said, we are going to go ahead and uh, start off with the first round. And what we're going to do is 
we're going to go ahead and let Tony go first. And then uh, Dave, you can go second. And then I'll do it. Now, if it's somebody that uh, if we all have the same guy going, we well, um, could just go ahead and follow up with that time's sake. So with that being said, let's get our 2019 and inaugural Steelers hangover CFC mock draft underway. Well, like I, like I said at the beginning of the show, I think I just have a, a feeling about this uh, kid from Clemson, Farrell, and you have the two uh, in the contract year, and he's probably going to pay him what he wants to make next year, $9 million. So I, I think that's going to be the best value for them at, at uh, number 20, because I don't think anybody else that they want is going to be there as far as uh, value. So I'm going to go with Farrell. Okay, that's great. But what about the uh, what about number one? Oh, you mean number one? Over, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were, thought you were doing like a seven, uh, ten, a seven round. Okay, you're going like with the teams. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Okay, I'm sorry. I mean, forget everything I said about scratch that off from the uh, record. I never said that. We're gonna go one through twenty. So if, uh, okay. you, if you want me to go ahead and kick it off, I will go ahead and kick it off. Um, at number one. The Arizona Cardinals do not pick because they are going to trade that pick to the Oakland Raiders. And the Oakland Raiders, at that point, will pick Tyler Murray from Gruden Bay out of Oklahoma. So the quarterback's going number one, but going to a different day. What do you think? I agree with the pick. I just didn't make the trade happen, like I said before. I have. Tyler Murray going to Arizona. Okay. What do you think about number one, Tony? I think I think the Cardinals are going to stay. I think they're going to go with Murray. For some reason, they really have Josh Rosen. I think they're going to go with Murray. All right. That's, that's fair. So we're all in agreement. Tyler Murray at number one. Just different places. I am in the minority there. Um, I'm going to let you know. I have a lot of trades. I, you know, uh, Dave, you were talking to Jeff Hartman earlier, and he said that it would be under three. If the over-under was three, it would be under three. I think I've got about six trades. I'm not even sure how many I have. I have quite a bit. Um, let's go to number two. The San Francisco 49ers are on the clock. Dave, I want you to kick that off. Uh, Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa. Now, um, here, originally today, I had Joey Bosa going um, at number two, and Dave pointed out to me that you idiot. He's already been drafted a few years ago, and he is a Los Angeles Charger, and this is his brother. So uh, Dave was a little nicer than calling me an idiot, but I felt like one. Um, <laughs> I have I have Nick Bosa going there as well. Where are you at, Tony? I agree with Nick Bosa. That's like, that's like the worst kept secret. They're definitely going to go with him. Now, there's a, there's a lot of people right now saying that Nick Bosa is going number one overall to the Cardinals. I think and everyone's saying that the Cardinals are are uh, you know, falling backwards a little bit, Kyler Murray. I think that's just smoke. Um, I think they either like him, but I think it's just really, it's really beneficial for them to go ahead and trade with all their needs and still get a great player at number four. But before we do that, let's do number three. 
and I'm going to take this one off. At number three, the New York Jets select nobody because they are trading. They're trading with the Green Bay Packers. Yes, of all teams, the Green Bay Packers are trading up, and they are getting pass rusher, edge rusher, extraordinaire, Josh Allen from the University of Kentucky. Where are you at on the Wildcat, Dave? Uh, <laughs> on that one, I have the Jets, of course, standing still. And then they would go with Quentin Williams. Quentin Williams, great pick. Now, uh, how about you, Tony? Everything I've seen is uh, it's going to be Josh Allen for the Jets. Okay. All right. I'm, uh, I think that's up there. I think that top four is going to be your top four. I don't think that anybody is going to go ahead and uh, disagree with that. Um, and even though we haven't gone with number four, um, excuse me, I am going Quinn Williams at number four to the Arizona Cardinals. There are some people that are saying that Williams could go number one with the Cardinals. Um, a great value. You could go ahead and add another first-round pick and get Williams right here and stick with Josh Rosen. So I think that would be a good deal for the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, David. Uh, for me, this is where I do throw a wrench into who the top four are go because I have Oakland go ahead and taking Dwayne Haskins, quarterback from Ohio State. Wow. I actually have Haskins falling, but um, that is that seems like a, a John Gruden move. What do you think, Tony? Well, I don't. I don't see them going quarterback. I'm going to go with the. Uh, I'm going to stay, stick with the chalk and say Quentin Williams the defensive uh, tackle. All right. Um, will there be another defensive tackle at number five? Um, Tampa Bay is a Buccaneers. Very interesting team. They have a lot of needs, Dave. What do you got? Yeah, they have a lot that they need there. And because I haven't had them go yet, that's why I have Josh Allen going. There's the Tampa Bay at five. Okay. Tony, where are you at? Unfortunately for the Steelers, I, I have uh, them taking Devin White from LSU inside linebacker. You know what, Dad? I'm actually afraid of that as well. I mean, they can go so many places. I have been going to the University of Houston and going Ed Oliver. Um, defensive tackle, just uh, that seems like a Tampa Bay move to me. So um, I'm going with Oliver. It seems like they're always picking up front on that defensive line. That's one of many needs for them. It just kind of makes sense to me. Um, let's go to number six. And Dave and I were talking earlier. This is a team that could really make things interesting for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, they, this is a team that can shake up the entire draft wherever, because they can get so many places. I have them going Daniel Jones. That might be a shocker. He's going a whole lot earlier than a lot of people expected, but I feel like he's gaining lots of momentum right now. So Daniel Jones is the pick at number six. 
I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I think the Giants are going to be one of the key players in this draft that could either completely mess up everything with the Steelers or not. They could go defense, defense on their two picks, or they could go offense, offense. I don't know that they'll switch up both of them. I have them going to try to get their quarterback, but I have them going with Drew Locke out of Missouri. Interesting, Cody. I'm going with the uh, tackle out of Houston, Ed Oliver. Ed Oliver. Yeah, Cody, I'm going to to let you lead off Jacksonville at number seven. Another one, another pick that I would love to follow the Pittsburgh, but I think Jacksonville with their offensive deficiencies, they're going with the uh, the TJ tight end from Iowa at number seven. Hey, he already wears black and gold. He, he would look good in it. Um, I was I was toying around with that. Um, I was also toying around with another position here. And I, I know Dave can go there, so I'm not going to say what it is. But I see them go do something. I. Uh, I see them uh, making that defense a little stronger. And Montez Sweat is the pick here. Okay. So I have one of their biggest needs being offensive lines. So I have the first offensive lineman coming off the board in Jawan Taylor out of Florida. Very nice. Let's go to number eight. The Detroit Lions. Now, this is really interesting right here at number eight. Detroit is a team that would not mind trading down. They've got a lot of needs. They've openly said that they would do it. But, and I think that would be a place that I'm Kevin Colbert right now. I'm calling Detroit and finding out on uh, feelers of what they're looking for at number eight and if they're willing to move down to 20 and what they want. But I have a feeling that they're not going to make a choice until about 830, 845 on what they're going to do on Thursday night because they're going to have some suitors for this pick, especially if Devin White is still there. However, I think Detroit just stands past and takes Devin White out of LSU right here at number eight. This is where I have them going with with Ed Oliver out of Houston uh, just because he's going to be the best player available possibly at that time. So and they 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 need a, a defensive lineman more than they need a linebacker. So that's why I went with Oliver. Cody, I, I, I kind of uh, thinking along the same lines as, uh, as Dave, and I think they're gonna they're gonna shock people by taking the uh, Michigan product, Rashawn Gary, the uh, defensive end out of uh, Michigan. Well, you know what? I mean, there have been uh, there have been uh, talks that uh, they were interested in Gary. Interesting Bush. Um, hey, that Michigan connection does well in Detroit, but uh, really interesting pick. I kind of you know, find Rashawn Gary to be a great prospect, but I think he's going to tumble a little bit. We'll just have to see. Number nine, the Miami Dolphins make a trade with the Buffalo Bills. 
and they go ahead and get their quarterback. This is a team that needs a quarterback, and it's Drew Locke. Tony, what do you got? For the Dolphins? Yeah. Well, it, the, uh, would be, it, it would be Buffalo. Brian did a trade. It depends uh, Buffalo, on what I'm you're sorry, doing. Buffalo. I, I thank you, Dave. Yeah, I made a trade with Buffalo. I'm oh. sorry. Okay. Uh, to Buffalo, hmm. They're going to need they're going to need some defense, I think. And um, hmm. I'm going to go with Greedy Williams. It seems like I picked the day with Nick. Wow, that's uh, I that reach. could be that could be high for reason. I think Greedy's a top ten player, but um, draft Nick's uh, don't think so. But who knows what GM says? Um, go ahead. Buffalo, Dave. I have Montez Sweat going here out of um, Mississippi State. I think he would be a good fit as an edge rusher in Buffalo. Reminds me of that Mandy song. Gonna make you sweat, Buffalo. <laughs> Montez all day, Montez all day. Okay, I'm done. Um, Dave, go ahead. You're you're up with Denver. Did you say me for this one? Yes. Yeah. All right. Here we go at pick number 10. This is where I have the, where the Steelers would need to go up ahead of this in, in order to make this pick is I have Devin White falling all the way to number 10 to Denver. See, that's where Denver's another team, Dave, that I think can make a big difference in this draft with who they go with. They can start the run on quarterbacks. They could do anything on offense. They could, or they could go with one of the linebackers. So that's an interesting pick. I was toying around with that, but I went in a different direction. But Tony, go first. I'm going to go with Drew Locke. So we've got Drew Locke off the board. So the final time, Drew Locke. So we all agree that he's a top ten pick. I am going with a surprise here that a lot of people didn't really see happening in Denver, but it makes a whole lot of sense. I can see T.J. Hawkinson going to Denver, and he would be a very nice pick. But I agree with Dave that this could be where Pittsburgh starts skipping around. Let's go to number 11, another team that is going to really, really sway this draft especially if you're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. All eyes will be on Cincinnati at number 11. Mr. Deffio, you're up. Well, I, I hope I'm right here, and I'm going to go with Dwayne Haskins, quarterback, Ohio State. They seem to love him, so that's what I'm going with. You know what? I am on board with you. I have Dwayne Haskins at number 11. It just seems like a pick that Ohio State would I mean, excuse me, the Cincinnati would make. Um, Dave? I went with their greatest position of need, and that is they have a terrible offensive line. So I went with uh, Jonah Williams out of Alabama. That's a that's a good pick as well. I mean, all of these are uh, very thought-out thought out mocks. So, I mean, I do appreciate that. Let's go to number 12 as we uh, try to move this along. And, Keep in mind, we are going to stop at number 20 with the Steelers pick. Um, 
uh, with that being said, number 12, I'm going to go with, this is the Green Bay Packers pick, but remember, I had them trading this pick. A guy that the New York Jets would love and would love to get is Brian Burns. I, they need that position, so uh, instead of picking number three, they can get a very good pass rusher and add another pick at number 30. So that is that is a great, great trade for the Jets as they pick up Brian Burns from FSU, Dave Sofield. I have Green Bay, of course, staying where they were, and that is where they take Devin Bush. Devin Bush, that's that's a possibility. So the Steelers, Kevin Gobert needs to be on the phone. I'm telling you, needs to be on the phone. What do you think, Tapia? Well, in the interest of being different, um, I'm going to go with value here and the kid out of Mississippi State, Montez Sweat, the defensive end. So the Jets are going to make the sweat. Okay. Number 13, Mr. Schofield, this is the Dolphins. Yeah, I was torn what to do here because I know they really could take a quarterback, and I still had a good one there. But I had them taking Rashawn Gary, the defensive lineman out of Michigan, because defensive line is definitely a big need of theirs. So you guys, you guys don't have him dropping like I do. Um, you have him both going. Tell me what you have with the Dolphins. I mean, one of the most uh, polarizing picks so far: uh, DK Metcalf, the receiver. That I can see happening. Um, I definitely can see that happening. I I like that. I like him there. Um, definite possibility. Um, I am going to go with this is my Buffalo pick because of my trade, and I'm going to go with Jawan Taylor here, um, the big offensive tackle. Um, I think did anybody else have Taylor going to the Bills? Is that correct? I get that. Dave. Did you have Taylor go to the Bills? No, I had Taylor going to Jacksonville at seven. Okay. Um, who did you have the Bills taking? I have Sweat going to the Bills. You sang okay. the whole song about it. I have them go. I have them going offensive tackle. Um, give Allen a uh, some protection, and that would be a uh, a good long term solution for them. So I like Jawan going to number thirteen. Let's uh, go to the Atlanta Falcons at number 14. I'm going to go another offensive lineman. This time it's Jonah Williams. Dave. Uh, I have. I was really tempted to have my first corner come off the board here because that's Atlanta's biggest position of need. But uh, it's too hard for them to pass up on Brian Burns that I still had available. So I have Burns um, from Florida State going to Atlanta. Certainly. I'm going again with value and, and need, and Taylor, the offensive tackle, is going to be too hard to pass up at number 14, I think. All right. Let's, uh, let's move right along. Another crazy drafting team, if you ask me, the Washington Redskins. They have lots of needs. I originally had them go with Wayne Haskins until I made that change. Um, Haskins will not be available in my draft for them. I have them going DK Metcalf here. That seems like a Winston pick. They definitely need help stretching the field. They need an athlete. They need a wide receiver. 
So for me, it's Metcalf to the Skins. Mr. Gaffiel. You guys want to stay. Okay. Did you say Burns? I didn't, I didn't hear the beginning. I heard Florida uh, uh, Yeah, Brian Burns out of Florida State, the, uh, the uh, outside linebacker slash uh, defensive end. Give him some defense there on the edge. Mr. Schofield. I have them doing a typical Redskins thing, and they're going to take the best quarterback available. So I have them with Daniel Jones, quarterback out of Duke. Daniel Jones. Mr. Jones and me. Um, Daniel Snyder and Daniel Jones. D&D. Um, number 16, the Carolina Panthers are on the clock. Tony. Go with Colin Murphy coming back out of Washington. Oh, we're getting another corner off the board. Uh, one that a lot of Steelers fans were hoping were going to drop. See them. Very interesting. Go ahead, Mr. Dave. Uh, I think that's a good pick there, Tony, because that is their biggest position in need. But I still yeah. had T.J. Hawkinson on the board, so I have Carolina taking them in at 16. Yeah, that's really interesting. Um because they always do well with the tight end. You saw with Greg, with uh, Greg Olson, but, you know, his time is winding down. So, um, and he's been hurt a lot lately. So, uh, very interesting. I I could see that happening at 16. But, no, I uh, I have the Carolina Panthers trading. And who do I have the Carolina Panthers trading to, Tony? I don't know. Can you say it again? The Steelers? The Pittsburgh Steelers are on the clock at number 16. I feel like if there's any year that they want to go ahead and trade up to get their guy, to go ahead and uh, appease Steeler Nation. Now, I know they don't listen to Steeler Nation and make trades because of that, but they regret not trading up for an inside linebacker last year. That's something that came out of the mouth of uh, Kevin Colbert. So, what I'm thinking is Devin Bush is coming to Pittsburgh. Remember, everybody likes Bush. And it's a great opportunity for the Steelers right here. So, I'm saying that uh, they get their inside man. Number 17, Danny. Well, first of all, I want to I want to say that if if Devin Bush is still there at 16 and the Steelers only have to move up four spots to get him, that would be a fantastic move, and I think that'd be a great spot to do it. So uh, if he's available, which in my draft he was not, I think that's a good pick. So just to, just to give my, my what do you give up? What you what, give move up, up yes. four picks? You you, you give up yeah. one of your thirds. Not a third and a five? Uh, I don't even know if you'd have to give up the five. I think just loving in your third might be enough, especially if it's your first third. But if Bush is there and that's what it's going to take, I'm doing it. I, yeah. You're tempted. I, I do that. Throw in a six because you're the Steelers got three of them. So go ahead and just you know what, throw that in between that's, the deal. That's cool. I, I like that even better. Uh, and when I did the trade, I just 
I just worried about the first round swaps, and I didn't, uh, except for Arizona, um, I gave them an extra first rounder um, from Oakland. But uh, you know, I, I really didn't put that in. But with the Pittsburgh trade, we got something we wanted to go ahead and discuss. So let's go to the New York Giants trade. Yeah, okay. Sorry about that, but since it was the Steelers pick you made, I wanted to comment no, no, on no. it. No, no, no. We needed to do that. That's, yep. that's good. Um, for the Giants, I say for this one, if they take their quarterback at six, then they've got to help him out and give him an offensive lineman at 17. So I have them going with, with I think it's Dillard. I can barely read my writing. Out of Washington State, the offensive lineman. Andre Dillard. You know what? That is a very poor a very poor offensive line, and that's true. I wish I would have done the same. I did not. I like Chloe and Farrell going here for the Giants. And remember, you and I had this conversation earlier. With this general manager in New York, anything can happen. In fact, he could go ahead and pick, I mean, he could go ahead and pick Odell Beckham again here. You know, I mean, that's, that's how clueless <laughs> I think this guy is. Tony, what do you think of the Giants at 17? Well, I didn't expect my uh, draft to fall this way. The truth of hell is I have the Steelers trading up with the Giants because I think the Giants are still going to have their man there at number 20. Well, I see the Steelers taking the guy everybody wants, Devin Bush, inside linebacker Michigan. Interesting. So you, you agree with me? You need them to go ahead and trade? And I think uh, – I. The same, the same here. If he's just, like Dave said, if he's available here, good trade. <clears throat> and I've even I agree. Seen, I've even seen Moss saying that Pittsburgh moves up to 18 to get plush. I just don't see him to be around. Um, I think 16 or 17 is a possibility, and it's not a pipe dream. I still yeah, think with this guy, you have to move up, and I think. This is uh, this makes a huge statement if you move up forward. Um, and let's go ahead to the Heath, excuse me, the Minnesota Vikings at number eighteen. Tony, I'm going to go with DeAndre Baker from Georgia. I think he's a good player. You know what? Really interesting. I mean, a lot of people had him going to Pittsburgh. Um, I actually, I'm. Going to tell you, I have him falling out on the first round, and um, he's going to be. I think a lot of teams are going to be trading up to get him in the, the first pick of the second round. Actually, um, all uh, a couple of years ago with Landon Collins, when teams traded up to go ahead and get him, um, that would be very interesting. I I feel that he falls up, he falls off, but that's that's a, quite a possibility here for Minnesota, David. I have them also going with offensive line because they need it. So I have Cody Ford out of Oklahoma. I I agree with you. I uh, I really think that uh, that this team needs to go ahead and uh, and get an offensive lineman. Um, I agree with you and Cody Ford, but I made a trade, and I have the Houston Texans moving up to pick Andre Dillard. Now, however, I have Minnesota at 23 picking Cody Ford. So um, <laughs> even though we're not going that, that far down, 
that was my rationale with these trades. It's a win for everybody, and uh, Minnesota can pick up maybe a second or a third just to move down and get the guy they wanted. So uh, that's what I'm thinking there. If I'm a GM and I'm applying for positions as a GM, Mm -hmm. so I think like you guys. Um, Let's go ahead to number 19, the Tennessee Titans. They ripped the hearts out of Steeler Nation last year by taking the guy that they wanted. Do it again. Dave, who do you have? This is where I have the first wide receiver coming off the board. I have DK Metcalf going 19 to Tennessee. Really? Interesting. They they could definitely use a wide receiver. Tony, do you concur? Well, this is uh, a great month. I think I like a different player. I'm going with uh, Henry from Arizona State. Um, who who from Arizona State? Is that his name? Uh, is it Henry? Is that his name? The, oh, the receiver. It's Enfield Harry. Harry, actually. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I couldn't think of his name. I, I was stuck on the first name. I couldn't I can't remember the last name. Enfield Harry. I, I've been messing that up so crazy. Um, that is correct. Is it Dave Harry? Um, I don't know because I had him fall out of the first round, so he's not on my list. <laughs> I actually have him going at number 32 to the New England Patriots. Um, so I am going Tennessee here. I see them going. This might be a reach on my part because they do have some talent at the corner position, but I have them going Byron Murphy here. So at number 20, I'm going to jump ahead and go at number 20 because Pittsburgh is not picking for me at number 20. Um, it is Carolina taking with Sean Gary. So I have Gary falling a good way. I he's a candidate that I've seen a lot of uh, pundits having him fall. So Gary at number twenty out of Michigan going to the Panthers. Since you also have the Steelers trading, why don't you go ahead and give me the New York Giants pick here, Tony? Daniel Jones, quarterback from Duke. Okay, so Here's the thing. I have been taking Daniel Jones at number six. I know, I know. It's weird. You have them getting the value. So they definitely want this guy, but I see him as a riser. And, uh, well, it sounds like you see him as a riser, too, but just not rising as high as I do. But now, Dave, I think I know who you're going to pick here for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So let's give it to know who you have going. At number 20. At number 20, I have the Steelers staying put and taking Clellan Farrell, outside linebacker from Clemson. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Clellan Farrell, isn't he that Irish actor that won an Academy Award? <laughs> no, that's Colin Farrell, sorry. Um, Clellan Farrell. Um, 
I, I knew I knew you were going to pick this guy because uh, this is the guy that you love, and um, he would have to fall. And he seems to be a candidate to fall, but there's lots of upside. Tell me why you were going with Colin Farrell. All right, you said that for me, right? I broke up a little bit. Yeah, yeah I I think that, um, as I was saying to on the um, on the Steelers preview podcast, I think that Ed Rusher is a higher position that the Steelers would look for than what people realize because, you know, who are your big money defensive players? It's guys that sack the quarterback. So if you can get someone else in there, you don't have to have them start right away, which – uh, Kevin Colbert said today uh, at the press conference that they don't want to have their first rounder have to start right away. Could get him in a good rotation at, at this particular position. Uh, then that way, if he looks like he's going to be the guy, then you have him and Watt. You don't have. You can just kind of wave goodbye to Bud Dupree after this year, um, or sign him to a backup contract, um, if you know what I mean. And, and go with it that way. I think he's one of the highest character guys uh, that would be available to them at, in the first round. And with them having to cleanse their locker room with with issues this past off season, I think high character brings so much more to them um, that they want to do. So that's why I had them go there. Okay, let me make a comment about your about Colbert's comments. I. Uh... I agree, and I think he made those comments for a few reasons, and one of them that you're a champion on. And uh, I, I love your theory from last year's draft game, and, so I'm going, and I've been bringing this up a lot. I'm going to bring it up one more time. Your theory last year was it wasn't that they did not want to trade us for one of those linebackers. The price was way too inflated. Is that correct? Because everybody knew they were desperate for a plug-in starter and inside linebacker. Is that your your assessment? By, by knowing that the Steelers needed that position so bad because they needed another starter of a certain type, they, the, the price was driven up on them. Um, so, therefore, they, they, they couldn't make the move. The other reason they couldn't make the move is another thing that, that was talked about today that I should have an article coming out about soon is that, they don't. They don't use the charts. The Steelers don't don't use the value chart to trade like a lot of other teams do, but they are aware that teams do use that chart. So therefore, the Steelers will. You know, they're they're going to go with what they think is the right value, not based on the chart. But they have an idea of what will happen because of the other people that use it. So that was their problem last year. That could create another problem with trading up this year. I think you guys were very smart with where you had the Steelers trading up. Only a few spots. If Devin Bush was available then, I just didn't have him still around then to make that move. Tony, real quick, faster fiction. The Steelers were intending to trade out of the first round, but because of Ryan Shazier being there to walk out to do the pick, a guy they could have got later, in the picks that they made, which was Terrell Edmonds, factor fiction. Uh, I'm going to say fiction because if they were going to make a trade, they could have had him come out to announce they're making the trade. So I don't think they would they would make a, a big decision like that just for sentimental reasons. I I agree with that as well, but there's that fan theory um, there as well. 
So this is what I'm going to do. Do I get to answer that one? No. (laughs) Yeah, I want to answer that one. I think that is a... I think that is a partial fact. I, I think that helped with, with part of a part of what was going on. I think the bigger reason they didn't trade down is I don't think they had anyone that would trade with them. Hey, I, you know what? That's that's a good theory as well. Um, so real quick, what we're going to do here is, and I'm going to give you a chance to defer. You don't have to do this if you want. Do you want to list? Tony, Dave, you want to list with no explanation the rest of your picks for the first round? Tony? I'm good with that. Uh, I mean, I, I can't even, I can't think of it. I mean, because I didn't, uh... You don't have your list, so no problem. Dave, go Do you want to do yours? Sure, I can do it real fast. I'll just say the team and who I have real up? fast. Yep. Yeah, what's the ball? I had Seattle, Marquise Brown, Baltimore, A.J. Brown, Houston, Garrett, uh, the Brad, Bradbury, offensive lineman, Oakland. I had Christian yep. Wilkins, defensive lineman, Philadelphia. I had Greedy Williams, corner. In, um, for the Colts, I had Dexter Lawrence, defensive lineman. Oakland, Byron Murphy, corner out of Washington. The Los Angeles Chargers, Jeffrey Simmons, defensive lineman. Kansas City, DeAndre Baker, corner. Green Bay, Josh Jacobs, running back, Alabama. Uh, Rams, Caleb McGarry, offensive lineman. And New England to finish the first round, Noah Fant, tight end. Oh, that's a really good one. I I did not have him going tight end, but that's really smart. I'm I'm not very big on him, but but I'm okay if the Patriots take him. Yeah, that that makes some that does make some sense for them. At twenty one, Seattle, Christian Wilkins. Twenty two, I'm with Dave here, AJ Brown. Twenty three, I'm with Cody Ford, and we talked about that earlier. I'm also with Dave, but it was just uh, it was just uh, at a different uh, spot. At twenty four, Arizona, going Marquise Hollywood Brown, AB's cousin. So that's something that. Uh, uh, Tony, you could get all excited about it. You could write 17 columns on Marquise. And in fact, I'm hoping the Steelers, actually, I'm really hoping to shock everybody who picks Marquise Brown just for Tony and the call. That's uh, the only reason I would want that to happen, but that'd be hilarious. Um, and uh, to watch Dave swim, Dave Penn swim, too, at, uh, with all the, uh, all the articles and all the commenters. At 25, Josh Jacobs. At 26, Indianapolis taking Greedy Williams. At 27, Oakland taking Justin Lane out of Michigan State, the quarterback. Um, the Chargers at 28, Garrett Bradbury. At 29, Kansas City getting Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, the safety out of Florida. At 30, the Jets with their second pick in that trade with Green Bay. The greatest name in the draft, Rocky Finn. Mm-hmm. In fact, I want the Steelers to take Rocky Sin. I just want to have a Yassin jersey. And I will have that. I mean, they take him on Thursday. I'd have it by the following week. Um, at 31, the Rams taking Dexter Lawrence, dropping majorly, and that is a perfect Ram right there, Dexter Lawrence. 
And uh, at number 32, as I mentioned earlier, the big receiver from Arizona State, Emkeel Harry, to the New England Patriots. So that's my draft. We're going to go ahead and publish these drafts um, following Thursday morning. And uh, feel free in the comments section to let us know if we're crazy or uh, who you think has the best draft. Um, if it's Dave or Tony, you don't have to put that in the comment section. If it's me that you think has the best draft, put it in twice. <laughs> Dave, thank you very much. Hey, thanks for letting me come on time. with you guys to do this. It's not letting, it's our honor and pleasure. It's uh, a privilege for us to have you on. Tony, what do you think? I'm excited. Uh, I, I agree with you guys. I think if, if uh, Devin Bush is anywhere near 15, they have to go up and try to make a move to get him. But uh, only if he falls that far. Well, I tell you what, there are so many possibilities. My last thing is I really think the Steelers, if they take any of these guys that we've mentioned or any of these guys that could be available to them with a reason, um, they are going to there's going to be a lot of happy fans. Um, I think if they go with a crazy sleeper that in the second round, like I saw somebody have them, Lonnie Johnson Jr. and Lonnie Johnson is right now the 84th prospect. If they do that, this whole this whole thing's going to blow up. Um, they they're going to be working overtime if something like that happens. So we'll just see what happens on uh, Thursday night. We will be having a special broadcast of the Steeler preview um, on all of the outlets. Uh, um, too many to mention, but make sure you check, check us out. Tony, if you want to see our lovely faces, check us out. And uh, with that being said, gentlemen, thank you. I can't believe the draft is here. We've been talking so much about it. It's on its way. Get ready. Remember, we did a mock draft, and this was a fart. You can't trust a mock draft. So remember <laughs> that. You just have to know that the Steelers are going – Kevin Goldberg knows more than we do, and let's hope that uh, that continues on Thursday, on Friday, on Saturday. For Dave Schofield, for Tony Deffio, for Behind the Steel Curtain, my name is Brian Anthony Davis, and you, my friends, have just been hungover. <laughs>